Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. In part one, I shared a little bit about the process that I went through writing my book, Water Walker, and some of the lessons learned and aha moments that I had. And so here in part two, I want to get more into the WALK method, and that's an acronym, W-A-L-K. Let's dive into it. So I was telling you about the book. Right. And so the book Water Walker, I am so excited about, you know, the, the uh, just the potential even going forward. I'm it was it's my first book. It won't be my last because I kind of think I found a little sweet spot. I think I found my rhythm. So the, the book is very um, it's very much like me. It is short, dynamic. <laughs> and to the point, no, seriously, it is It is not a very long book. I specifically wrote this book for people that feel stuck, like people that are second guessing themselves. They feel stuck. They're in a place where they don't know, you know, which way to go. And so they've, they're doing not much at all. Right. So this this book is 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 designed to challenge you to move from where you are um, and go ahead and show up for the people that are waiting for you. And so it's under 100 pages purposely, because if I'm called to people that are stuck, I don't want you stuck reading my book for the next eight years. Now, I have books that have been sitting on my shelf literally for like three years, and I've never gotten past page 100. Okay, so I didn't want people to be stuck reading my book. And so it's it's purposely very short Uh, right to the point. And it's designed to challenge you. So I based the story, I I based the book Water Walker on the story of Peter and Jesus, which is found in the gospel of Matthew. And I kind of go through that story. It's a very brief exchange in the scriptures, but it's so powerful. And it, it lends so many lessons that we can learn so many life lessons, ministry lessons, parenting lessons, lessons, life lessons, lessons, just so many things. <laughs> I don't know, tongue tied. But so many things that you can learn from this brief exchange between Peter and Jesus. And so I outline in the book this method called the walk method. And I believe this is the thing that is life changing. This is the thing that I've received personally. I've received testimonies from people that have read the book and said, this helped me out so much. Like this has been a blessing to my life. Uh, I had an older woman 
a friend of my grandmom's actually that read the book. And when I tell you one day, I'm going to actually share her testimony with you guys. But she just was giving my grandmom updates as she was going through the book. And I mean, she's an older woman. And she said it was just so easy for her to read and understand. And as she got to the part when it was time to like, let it go, all the things that were coming up for her, like from childhood. And I'm talking about a 70, maybe 75 year old woman. Like that's so incredible to me and to God be all the glory. And all I can think about is imagine if I wouldn't, if I would have been too scared to write it. Like imagine if I would have quit. Imagine if I wouldn't have done it. I would be missing out on the opportunity to impact the lives that God has called me to. Like I would be missing that. And some of you are missing the opportunity. Like God really needs you in position. Yeah, like you're connected to other people. Like these things that God gives to you, it's not just for you. So anyhow, as I wrote the book, I wanted to make sure it was straightforward to the point It's based on the story of Peter and Jesus and about this exchange that they have after ministering all day long. The disciples are in the boat. They head out to the other side based on, you know, because Jesus told them to. He said, go to the other side and I'll meet you there. And in the middle of the night, the storm comes. And I'm just giving you a a quick overview of the story, right? So this this storm comes and the disciples are in the boat and they are screaming like little girls. They are scared to death. You hear me? They are screaming like, oh my God, it's a ghost because they see Jesus walking toward this boat in the middle of this storm. So they're like freaking out. (laughs) They are saying, oh my gosh, it's a ghost. What is happening here? Somebody help us. And then Jesus, he like, he calls out to him and he says, hey, chill. It's me. It's your boy. It's Jesus. Y'all know me. It's cool. (laughs) And so um, I, I promise you, he really said that. That's what it says. Um, so he said, it's me. It, you know, you know me. It, it's all good. And Peter does something that is really, really amazing. And this is where we kind of start the walk method. Peter is not the only disciple in the boat, but he is the only disciple that makes this really, really bold move. And when Jesus says, it's me, Peter's response is, okay, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you out there on the water. Now, when I first heard that, I promise you, I did like the Scooby-Doo, like, like, are you serious? Like, why do you want to get out of this perfectly good boat, Peter, and go to Jesus out there on the water in the middle of a storm? There are other ways that you can confirm his identity, sir. You don't have to get out the boat. But anyway, Peter says, if it's you, bid me to come to you out there on the water. And so now Jesus becomes his goal, right? He wants to go to where Jesus is. Now, for some of you, your goal may be something else, but here's the common denominator. Whatever it is, you have to be willing to stand alone, right? That's the first step of the walk principle. W stands for willing to stand alone. Peter's not the only one in the boat, but he's the only one that decides to get out of the boat. And what I tell audiences and my um, coaching clients all the time, you cannot hang and stick with 
boat folk and walk on water. There are people who are going absolutely nowhere and you can't stay where they are and do the seemingly impossible. There will be times where you will be challenged to break away from the crowd, break away from what's normal, break away from what's convenient, break away even from what is conventional to do something that is seemingly impossible. And so uh, Peter does that. He says, I, I want to come out there. And Jesus' response to him is really simple. He he's just so dope. He just says, okay, if it's me, bid you to come, no problem, come. And so now he hears this word, come, right? And Peter has to do something. He has to, A, always take action. So the next part in the walk method that I teach in the book is A, always take action. So it's not enough for you to say, okay, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get this thing done. I, I, I really got, if it's you, you know, just show me, you know, the thing that you want me to do and I'll do it. And okay. So listen, listen, Linda, Linda, listen, I believe that you've been shown once, twice, three times, four, five, maybe six times. You already know what it is that you should do. Now it's time for you to take action. Jesus didn't come to the boat and pick Peter up and say, okay, come out here with me. It's time now for you to walk. It's time now for you to believe God. It's time now for you to put one foot in front of the other and start walking. This is where you do what you can, where you are with what you have. A is always take action. Okay, and then the next part of the method is L, let it go is what it stands for, because now he has to get out of the boat, right? He has to come down out of the boat. And in order to walk on water, Peter has to let go of the boat. So you can't walk on water and hold on to the boat. And so what does the boat represent? The boat represents a place of security, it represents a familiar place, right? And you can't hold on to what was and fully embrace what is to come, right? So some of you need to let go of some things in order to fully embrace with two hands what is lying ahead of you, what is ahead of you, right? So you can't hold on back here and reach up here. You, you can only go in one direction, right? So you have to be willing to let some things go. Now, Everyone has something different that they must let go. Some need to let go of past hurts, past relationships, let go of, of, of just things that hold you back. You have to let go of shoulda, coulda, and woulda. Those three right there are related, right? And then they have a cousin called if only. And shoulda, coulda, woulda, and if only will have you living in the past. I shoulda did this. I shoulda did that. If only I had, I woulda. And if only I had this, I coulda. Do you understand what I'm saying? Shoulda, coulda, woulda, if only must go. You must let it go. And in the book, I outline exactly how to let it go. 
because letting go is not an easy thing and it's not just a quick thing, right? Letting go, the decision to let go of any past thing, the decision to do it is immediate, but your freedom will come in phases. And so I walk you through the process of letting go on what that looks like. And one of the first steps of that process is you have to turn yourself in. Because your freedom, your liberty is going to happen on the other side of surrender. And so that's that's outlined in the book. So that's let it go, right? You have to be willing to let it go. If you're going to walk, if you're going to do the seemingly impossible, if you're going to embrace uncertainty, if you're going to go ahead and be everything God has called you to be, if you're going to do the thing, you're going to have to be willing to let it go. And your it is different from my it. But whatever it is, boo, let it go. Okay, so that's L. And then K is keep it moving and keep the king's commands. So as Peter is uh, now out of the boat because he's obeyed the command to come, he's taken action, he's let go of the boat, and the Bible records that Peter actually begins to walk on the water. He is doing it. He is walking toward his goal, which for him is Jesus, right? And um, before I give you K, I just want to say this too. Throughout the book, basically the way that it's outlined, I um, I take the story of Peter and Jesus. I let you see what Peter did. I share with you my personal testimony. So I share with you how I walked away from my nine to five, an unpopular decision, willing to stand alone. I share with you how I had to stand up um, in a family situation that was unpopular, right? And I, I mean, all I, I share with you how I applied to jobs that I did not qualify for because I recognize that people can only tell you yes or no. And if you give people too much power, you will never do anything because it will always be what if this person what if that person so I throughout the book it's outlined like that you see what Peter did I tell you what I did as it relates to the story and then at the end of the chapter I ask you now what are you going to do Okay, so K is keep it moving. And so Peter is out of the boat. He's now walking. He's doing his thing and something happens. The Bible says that he um, the winds, he, he sees the wind and he begins to take his eye off of his goal. Take his eyes off of Jesus. That's where he's going. And he begins to sink. And then he cries out, Lord, save me. And Jesus saves him and brings him back to the boat. And he says to Peter, what happened? Why did you doubt me? Why did you get all the way out there, do everything you asked to do, and then begin to doubt me? And so K is the last step of the walk method. You must keep it moving and keep the king's commands. For those of you that are believers, right? You have to know that if God said go, that has to be enough. Right? Only thing you need to confirm, God, is that you. And if it is you, that I am confident that whatever you called me to, you have already prepared me for it too. Right? And so he gets distracted. We live in a society full of distractions. We are constantly comparing ourselves to the perfectly filtered pictures of our friends and family and followers on social media. 
right? And so we're distracted all the time. We're distracted by the next thing and the next thing. We're distracted with becoming and obtaining and attaining and chasing and doing and doing and doing. We're distracted. And when you are distracted, you can't walk, right? So K is about keeping it moving, staying the course. No matter what happens, no matter what comes, the, the, the ones that get results are those that remain persistent and consistent in their efforts. Persistency will get you there. Consistency will keep you there. You must be persistent and consistent in your efforts. You got to keep it moving. And you have to keep the king's commands. And so, like I said, I throughout the book, I, um, I share my own personal testimonies. And, you know, I talk about things like making excuses, right? And, and many of you are there. You're making excuses for why you are where you are. And guess what? Excuses are the lies we tell ourselves so it doesn't have to be our fault. That's that's what an excuse is. And it's time out for your excuses. It's time to make progress, not excuses. And now here's the other thing I want you to know. Anytime I'm having a conversation with you like this about walking or about moving or going forward and doing and don't keep the people waiting. Like when you hear this, when you hear this from me, know this, that I am not telling you to um, to run and start a bunch of stuff and just do a bunch of things and make a mess. That's not what I'm telling you. Anytime you hear me speaking to you, I'm speaking to you from this perspective. I believe that everything that you need to be successful in this life is contained within you. Okay, so I am not advocating for you to go get it. Go secure the bag, go start it, go build it, go create it, go become it, go figure out who you should be and be your best girl and go try this and try that. That's not what I'm saying. I believe that locked up inside of you is everything you need. And the moment you stop trying to be like everybody else, the moment you stop trying to please everybody else, the moment you start being confident in who God has created you to be, that's when things will start happening for you. That's when you will begin to attract everything that God has already created for you. Right? You will begin to attract what belongs to you. There's no chase there. Remember, we want to do this thing called life with less grind and more grace. So I'm never going to tell you to go out and chase anything. I want to tell you to be who God called you to be. I'm not even tell you to, telling you to become anything because you don't have to become anything else. I believe this journey, and you'll hear me say this over and over again. I believe this journey is not about becoming anything. I think it's more about unbecoming everything that's not really you so that you can be who God created you to be in the first place. See, because life has a way of shaping and molding us into somebody that God never intended us to be. 
And so my challenge to you, you'll hear it many, many times, is to unbecome her. Unbecome that insecure girl. Unbecome that woman full of fear. Unbecome her. You are strong and courageous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are loaded and talented and gifted. You are enough. You don't have to become anything else. You just have to look inward and be confident being who God called you to be. And your actions will be fueled out of your being. It's not about becoming and obtaining and chasing. And I think that's the mistake that we make. I know that that's the mistake I made. I'm a doer. I have tried to do my way out of so many situations. Let me tell you, I have exhausted myself, exhausted my coaches, I'm sure. (laughs) Just, yes, a big ball of exhaustion. Trying to figure out what to do next. And that's not working, so I'm going to do this. And that's not working, so I'll do this. And then I'll do that. And then after I do that, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this and that. I got a whole... Uh, series for us guys coming up soon and we're going to talk about exactly why that is and where that comes from at least I'm going to tell you what I've learned but I know I know the flavor because that was me and even now I have to guard against it have to guard against that 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 uh that grind I gotta make it happen I have to become this I have to do more. I have to be more. I have to get more. Mm-mm. No. If I just would be, just be confident in who God created me, I start to attract it. Right? And so that's the walk method. That's a little bit about the book. Uh, you can obviously purchase it on the website and things like that. And, and of course, you know, you'll have the links for that. But head over to, you know, serenaspeaks.com. That's where you can find all the information about the book. It is available on Amazon. And we are working out a course in the in Waterwalkers Academy, um, just outlining the, the, the walk method or not just not outlining it, because that's basically what I did here, but walking you through it, walking you through the walk method with me giving you my own personal testimonies, what I need you to do, and um, and some exercises that you can do to start unbecoming all the things that you've become, right? So that you can just have room to be. And I believe that as you shed the opinions of other people, as you shed the... Um, the 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 comments or the what what's the word not the opinion yeah the opinions of other people um but yeah that as you shed that that people pleasing thing that you're doing right now yeah as you begin to like peel away those kinds of things I believe it leaves room for the real you to show up right the real you will will show up and you won't be so defined by the things that you do, right? You won't be so defined by the the positions you hold, the roles that you play and the, the functions you operate in. Like those are not the things that define you. 
I believe that your creator made no mistakes when he created you. And um, for me, and, and you'll hear this too, the creator of a thing determines the purpose of a thing. And nobody, no one creates a thing and then tells the thing to come and then tells the thing that, you know, tell me what you are. <laughs> Go figure out who you are now. Nobody creates something and says, okay, now to the created thing, go figure out who you are. No, the creator of a thing determines the purpose of a thing. And if you're really, really serious about discovering who you are, what you are, and what you were created to do, you got to go to the one that created you. I mean, it's real simple. The man that created a chair created a chair to do what? To sit on, right? He didn't, the, the, the chair is, is, is to sit on. It's very clear, like, this is a chair. Sit on it. Now you can stand on it if you need to get something, but it's created for you to sit on. He didn't create the chair and say, okay, now tell me what you want to be or go figure out who you are. No, it's very clear. The creator of a thing determines the purpose of a thing. And and the sooner you um, you kind of accept that, the, 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 the better off you'll be. The better off you'll be. And you've probably heard me use this analogy before, but just like your cell phone, if you have an Apple phone and it breaks, do you take it to the dollar store to get it fixed? Uh, no, because the people at the dollar store are not qualified to fix your iPhone. They have a place for that. It's called the Apple store. And you have to find the nearest one when you want your device fixed, right? Why is that? Because that's the manufacturer. They are designed and authorized to fix what's wrong with that phone. And so likewise, you have to submit yourself to the creator. And I promise you, you will learn so much about what you were designed for. And as I said earlier, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, created with an incredible purpose. And so... I'm excited that I've had an opportunity to share with you a little bit about the walk method. I, I, I hope that that has been food for your soul today. And that's all we have. So you go and be great today. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. 
but I enjoyed every moment of it. And I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye.